This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully you're here somewhere in the lower mainland since, hey, the sun is out. It's decent enough ride for all you cyclists or whatever else you're doing outside, be it running, walking a dog, perhaps sitting on a beach somewhere. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's provincially pristine community radio station at CITR. We are your voice of UBC here on 101.9 on your FM dial. We broadcast at 590 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest here on campus. And our signal takes us throughout British Columbia and bits of the Pacific Northwest from Squamish in the north, Bellingham, Washington to the south, west across the Salish Sea. Our frequency bounds our friends over at UVic, CFUV, and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, but wherever else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web at www.citr.ca. CITR Radio is also on Facebook and Twitter. As am I. My name's Gak. I'll be scrubbing these bathtub rings out of the theater of your mind for the next couple hours here. So let's listen to the rivers rise. Let's see how many faces we recognize here. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point. You can email me anytime. Requests, comments, feedbacks, your own solicitations of music, suggestions, all that wonderful stuff. We'll take a look at it as we can. Radio Free GAC at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook and a Tumblr under its given name. Under Twitter, you can follow me at Hunter Darren on Instagram. Right now, showing many pictures of this great province. I had some visitors in town. My epic man. The brief track that opened their 2014 album, Sealing All, was heard at the start. Just 24 seconds there. It was Flash Palace, the group. Local act's been pretty quiet since then, although Facebook shows some photos of something going on. Definitely looking forward to what they can come up next. And then, with powerful throat singing out of Nunavut, we heard Tanya Tagak off her most recent album at last year's Retribution. We heard Nacreous. Tagak was in the news recently, as uh, she called out the Brooklyn Project Eskimo for uh, a culturally insensitive and offensive name. The project headed up by Gabriel Smith was uh, notified by Tagak via Twitter couple weeks ago as they talked about uh, colonial representation so news at least in the past uh, little while is that uh, Eskimo will be renamed they'll be renamed to the letter O with an accent aigu sort of ties in part with her indigenous North American uh, heritage although in many ways she's not fully clear what it is and that's Gabrielle Smith Tanya Degak Definitely Inuit. And uh, you can catch her as part of the Vancouver Opera Festival this week, since she will be playing the Vogue Theatre this Friday, May 12th. The show is sold out. Love something that's just happened in the past couple days. And of course, this Friday is going to be busy on many fronts, as I'll try to tell you later on throughout the show. If you do have tickets, the doors open at 7 p.m. And uh, Tagak will be improvising with uh, her collaborators on Retribution, Jesse Zubat, and Gene Martin. 
elsewhere in the province, uh, Tagak will be playing May 13th, so this Saturday at Cumberland. That should be at the Waverly Hotel, and then next Monday, May 15th, at the Sugar Nightclub in Victoria. Later on in the show, partly in honor of Asian Heritage Month, we have some Japanese music coming up, including a profile on one of the key folks from the animation scene, Joe Hisaishi. And he's been a big reason why the studio Ghibli and director Hayao Miyazaki have become renowned names. So he's the equivalent of John Williams in the anime scene. As we'll hear, there's a natural reason why. So it was tough to win the films down to just one, but I opted for the first Ghibli film I ever saw, and that's 2001's Spirited Away. Another partial reason was that I saw Hisashi perform in Prague recently, since I was in Europe for a spell in April. So it's time again to touch upon another part of my recent European adventure as a result. And we're talking about... Czech, the Czech Republic, otherwise known as Czechia. I'm not sure exactly how they picked that up, but nice thing to try. So in the background here, this is Max Richter with Europe after the rain, and this is off his 2003 breakout album, Memory House. Recently profiled the uh, British-German composer, and you can catch up on the Exploding Head Movies podcast. He actually has new material out this week, too. Max Richter and various artists provide the soundtrack to Gorilla, and that's not the ape. We're going to kick off with another track off Memory House, which is fittingly enough. This will be Max Richter with the Twins, otherwise known as Prague. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on your home of all the spring blossoms. CITR 101.9 FM in sunny Vancouver. Thank you. 
LGBTQ2I night is a positive space for folks to learn about bike maintenance in a relaxed environment led by queer mechanics and volunteers. It takes place on the fourth Wednesday of every month at the Bike Kitchen on UBC's campus. Bring your own bike and fix them with our tools, come with questions and ask away, or learn by watching other folks work on their bikes. Beginners are always welcome. This event is entirely free to attend and there will be free pizza. For more information, visit bikecoop.ca. So from the expanded version of his 1992 album, The Shut Off Assembly, although released in 2014 with bonus material, we heard Brian Eno with some of that bonus material, a song you call Prague. The entire album is a great mixture of his dark ambient material. And The Shut Off in question 
is a Sergei Shotov, a Moscow painter, a friend of Eno's, who said that he painted to his music all the time, and he gifted Eno a painting that he had made. So, in return, Brian Eno collected some of his unreleased music at the time. And from what the liner notes describe, at least not on the original, because for a first with Eno material at the time, there was no liner notes explaining what the methodology was for the shot-off assembly when it first came out. It was based on uh, music that was proposed for orchestras that were only existing in a demo form, very electronic. In the end, he released them and all had names of the places where they performed. Like, for instance, uh, Ikebukuro, one of the main hubs in North Tokyo. And, of course, Prague. Eno's latest release is Reflection, which came out early this year. Some resources indicate it came out late in 2016, but at the very least it came out in the past half year. It both exists as an album and a generative app, and you can get that for iOS and Android. And the basic gist is that Eno has been working a lot on generative music based on a specific algorithm and pattern. The application will write its own music. Now behind me, which started with a little bit of radio crackle, we're Thomas Dvorak. Off the soundtrack to the video game Machinarium from 2009, we heard The End, otherwise known as Prague Radio. At the time when this video game came out, starring a little robot trying to rebuild his city, I did a profile on it. I think at the point, it might have still been Radio Free Gak at that time, but it's probably not on the podcast archive because it's super old, but fun music in that regard. It was Prague. I was there for two days a couple weeks ago as part of my European jaunt, and it's a city I've always wanted to go to, and as part of my original sort of 2006 travels throughout Central Europe, Prague unfortunately was the city that I had to skip based on a funeral that I had to go to in my extended family, so off to Finland I went, but Spent four hours in Prague Airport, which was fine. But uh, this time around, it was good. I managed to stay outside of the old town, which I know photos I've seen before made it look very gothic and imposing. But when I was there, it felt like spring. There were still Easter festivals going on, even though Easter had ended uh, a week or two prior. So it was actually very bright, and a lot of people were out. And uh, it sort of met my expectations. I'm sort of thankful that I was able to enjoy it while I did have money. And thankfully still do. Um, but, yeah, it met my expectations. And there's a chance I may go later in the year for work again. So, yeah, the only thing I regret is that I didn't manage to stop by any of the stores for Record Store Day since I was there during uh, April 23rd. So there are a lot of events happening in Vancouver. In Prague, the funny thing is a lot of the record stores and other places aren't really open on weekends. So some scheduling is around. But I think they did cater to a certain market. But I was in wander mode. So, Prague. I recommend it. At some point, maybe Gak, me, needs to make a travel-related radio show. But that is something that is lofty and involves a little planning. And we'll figure it out one day. Anyways, let's talk about stuff that's happening here in Vancouver. And uh, let's talk about the 2008 Shindig Champions. So think back nine years ago or so, back in the railway when it was not a stage or a beer cafe. But CITR's bill, the bands at the time, Hermetic won. And I think this was the first shindig I went to. Anyways, Hermetic plays its final show this week as Eric Axon 
now part of Sightlines, and Bart Newman, who uh, went into fatherhood and social work, have dug up some of the material that they did back in 2015 and 2016 that they recorded, and they're only putting out now. So we have a record release, well, technically a cassette release, and a finale show at the Toast Collective this Saturday, May 13th, starting at 8 p.m. to the corner of Fraser and Kingsway. And Hermetic will be joined by Mien's, the Steves from Regina, Saskatchewan, and Maneater. So this is an all-ages show. $10 at the door. I believe it's going to be the rear entrance, but no one will be turned away for lack of funds. So based on the material that they recorded and did not put out, they do have an album due soon. It's called Postscript. None of that material has been played live before, so expect some wonderful stuff this Saturday at the Toast Collective while tears will be shed. Don't have Postscript yet. I know some of the tracks have been previewed on Exclaim and are up on SoundCloud, but we're going to go off of 2012's Civilized City, their most recent release up until Postscript. This will be Hermetic with uh, a track that uh, we all should believe in, especially when you're running a show about soundtracks. We ought to be in pictures. political landscape, more fires are raging out of control than ever before. Will you help put these fires out by registering to vote in BC's 2017 general election? You can vote in advance, mail in your vote, vote on the day of election, May 9th, or at any district electoral office. For more information about the process or to see where you can vote, visit elections.bc.ca.
Some of you might remember that from the 1989 documentary Rattle and Hum. As we connect to Van Morrison's Them's song Gloria. Though somehow not the original band's song Gloria from the album October. But it is also one of the lesser known tracks off of their 1987 blockbuster album, The Joshua Tree. We all know where the streets have no name. Still haven't found what I'm looking for and with or without you. And they kick off the world tour this Friday at BC Place. That was you too. Off 1997's The Joshua Tree. We heard Exit. Recorded in the final day of recording for the album. Part of a lengthy jam that the band did in a single take. And producer Brian Eno, whom we heard earlier from the Shot Off Assembly, edited the jam down to the length we heard. And Bono's lyrics is based on, in part, Norman Mailer's 1980 novel, The Executioner Song, along with Truman Capote's In Cold Blood. A dark place, as it were. So it's the 30th anniversary of their breakout album. And in the background, this is one of the B-sides from one of the singles, Race Against Time. And it appears on the Deluxe Edition and the 30th Anniversary Edition of The Joshua Tree. We're still awaiting the follow-up to the iTunes oddity from 2014 Songs of Innocence, which was shelved based on how the world had changed in 2015, 2017, since it was a little bit more optimistic. Continuing on with the theme, it should be called Songs of Experience. But based on how 1987 has almost returned in 2017, return of right-wing elements in a world almost like dangerous again, Joshua Tree sort of regained some relevance, so you two opted to tour in support of it. So you two will be joined by the Mumfords when they kick off the Joshua Tree 30th Anniversary Tour this Friday, May 12th at BC Place. Doors open at 7 Tickets start at $35, but they've gone up a lot since then. Yeah, this is a community radio station. I'm sure all of the other mainstream stations have played big hits off U2's Joshua Tree, but you got to hear some of the other stuff because they are going to be playing it. Some of these songs they haven't actually touched in about 30 years either. Also in town this week is Joe Goddard. He's one-fifth of Hot Chip, although he's one half of the main songwriters. And it's anytime there's a Hot Chip remix, you can definitely figure out his hands are involved that way. His second solo album, Electric Lions, came out recently. And Goddard will be joined by Apollo Music this Wednesday, May 10th at the Fortune Sound Club. Doors open at 8. Tickets start at $12. It's a 19 and older show, and it's presented by Blueprint Live. Get tickets online and in the usual places. This is the lead track off Electric Lines, and it samples Brainstorms. We're on our way home. Well, the repurpose to the idea of coming home from the clubs. And I was hoping to dig up another hot chip song to share with you, but this show is jam packed, as is every Exploding Head Movies episode, as it were. So here's Joe Goddard with Home. Um. Potential in this 
With all that rainfall, my perennials are thriving. Let's take a look at what's popped up in the beds. 
My lovely Discordias are bloom. Pluck a May Discorder and read about DIY Space Deep Blue Ahmad Dani Ramadan, discussions on the accessibility of the Vancouver music scene by Eleanor Waring, as well as the programmers championing issues around accessibility for Accessibility Day on CITR. Thanks to our advertisers, Live Van, The Rickshaw Theatre, Timber Concerts, The Real Theatre, The Wise Hall, Slut Island, Pemberton Music Festival, and the Underground Newsstand. Ah, Discordia bouquets have the sweetest perfume.
This is a new single from Young Galaxy. Came out a couple weeks ago. It's called Stay For Real. It's released through Plus One. Hello. You can find it on their SoundCloud as well. Most recent release from Montreal Act was 2015's False Work. Perhaps the single is a prelude to a new album of some sort, but hopefully some touring from that great act. Otherwise, behind me, this is new Colin Stetson off the saxophonist's latest album, All This I Do For Glory. The song is in the clinches. My name's Gak. You're listening to Exploding Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM. In the very springy, almost summery Vancouver. Do bear in mind, all those places right now, they're experiencing massive floods. Whether it's Cache Creek, almost all points east of Sault Ste. Marie or Sudbury. I know our rain will be back soon. But thankfully the water much just stays in the ocean if it's not falling from the sky here. Let's get some new music from Gorillas, the Damon Blur project, along with uh, the animator, Mr. Hewlett, are back with their first album since 2010's The Fall, although we probably know more of the singles off of Plastic Beach, which came out before. And there was a long history about uh, how this album came to be, because for a while there, Hewlett and Alburn had split. Although a few years back, they did sort of patch things up. With re-emphasis on actually getting some of the animation in place. And for the compositions that would be coming up in 2015, as they worked with many of the acts to help with vocalists, Alburn proposed that everyone thought about a dark future. When Mr. Trump would have been president, so unfortunately things came true. And uh, the material off of what's known as humans has a darker undertone. And they are touring again. They're not getting close to Vancouver except for a sold-out date in Seattle at the Key Arena in September. I know they're organizing their own festival as well, but nothing that we'll see here. Joined by their good buddies, De La Soul, who've helped out at least twice before, if you think about Feel Good Incorporated, and uh, one of the songs off of Plastic Beach, which I'm trying to do off memory, I forgot, because I didn't write this down. So, good little number, it's definitely more up-tempo, exciting stuff. This is Gorillaz with De La Soul, with moments, and you spell everything, or there, with Zeds at the end. Clocks on the wall, talk to watches on the wrist. It's the moments. we relive. It's the moments like this. When it's time to get ill, we be so ahead of time. It's the moments we achieve. Best believe it's the moments. Got a girl who 
was up for the May 10. I sense the need in her grandma. Her nose has never been skating, but she's sipping stir constellation. Yeah. The Bill Hussberg game is sort like Tupac out of court, run towards camera. I'm responsive. Uh, but just check, please. Uh, got my man, you can't let these pass you by like TikTok. So I'm smacking the bottom like flip flops. Made her a long ring. She's crazy. And now we done, we passed the test. So now lay down the rest and wait for the morning hangover to come. Clocks on the wall, talk the watches on the wrist. It's the moment we relive. It's the moments like this. When it's time to get ill, we be so ahead of time. It's the moment we achieve. Just believe it's the moments. Made up and get a Lay down the rest and wait for the morning hangover to come. On the wall, on the watches on the wrist. It's the moment we relive. It's the moments like this. When it's time to get ill, we'll be so ahead of time. It's the moment we achieve. Just believe it's the moments. I, I wake up in the morning, I eat, I sleep, I sh breakfast with the Browns. So whatever it is, but I never shut it off for five minutes. I can't wait to impress my friends with my astounding knowledge of cool. Join your favorite Brownsters and tune in and listen to the best selection of down-tempo electro-pop lounge core. Strictly Squaresville. Remember. Subtle. Basic. Breakfast with the Browns on CITR 101.9 FM every Monday morning uh, from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. The older I get, the more life starts to make sense and the less I care. Now we're riding the rainbow, the clouds fit, and we're making it like young. Now we're riding the rainbow to Cloudsville And we're making it like you Now we're riding the rainbow to Cloudsville Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM Thank you! It was always me versus the world
And hopping out while harassing the corner blocks. Crooked cops told Anthony he should kick it. He brushed him off and walked back to the Kentucky Fried Chicken. See, at this chicken spot, there was a light skinned nigga that talked a lot with a curly top and a gap in his teeth. He worked a window, his name was Ducky. He came from the streets to rob a Taylor home. Southside Project, Chirac, the Terra Dome. Drove to California with a woman on him and $500. They had a son hoping that he see college. Hustling on the side with a nine to five to freak it. Cadillac severely ride his son around on weekends. Three-piece special with his name on his shirt pocket. Cross the street from the projects. Anthony planned to rob it. Stuck up the place before, back in 84. That's when affiliation was really eight years of war. So many relatives telling us, selling us, devilish work, scaling us, crime, intelligent, felonies, prevalent proposition with nines. Ducky was well aware. They robbed the manager and shot a customer last year. He figured he'd get on these niggas' good sides. Free chicken every time Anthony posted in line. Two extra biscuits. Anthony liked them and then let them slide. They didn't kill him. In fact, it looked like they're the last to survive. Pay attention. That one decision changed both of their lives. One curse at a time. Reverse the manifest a good karma and I'll tell you why. You take two strangers and put them in random predicaments. Give them a soul so they can make their own choices and live with it. 20 years later, them same strangers you make them meet again. Inside recording studios where they reaping their benefits. Then you start reminding them about that chicken incident. Whoever thought the greatest rapper would be from coincidence. Because if Anthony killed Ducky, top dog could be serving life. While I grow up without a father and die in a gunfight. So I was taking a walk the other day.
The outstanding thing is he waited until his fourth album to actually include that story. That was Kendrick Lamar with the closing track to his latest album, which just came out a couple weeks, called Damn. And it's his actual last name, along with the name of his father, who managed that KFC, where his label head had a gun to his head, but things resolved itself. That song was Duckworth, because Kendrick Lamar Duckworth and his pops have that name, managed to avoid losing his dad, and then having Anthony Top Dog Tiffith in jail, not running a label. The Top Dog had no idea that this story was about to unfold, but it's confirmed, and it's true. And at this point, to me, including all the other material on Damn, dealing with the Seven Sins, guests Rihanna and U2, that track seals the deal. Anyways, Kendrick Lamar is coming to Vancouver Wednesday, August 2nd. He'll be at the Rogers Arena. Show starts at 7.30. Still trying to figure out who exactly is involved with that yet because what the tour is still being come up with. Tickets already are on sale. Almost at this point, you need to look at the resale market if you do want to go. Outstanding. We'll play more Kendrick later this year because man is the A-game right now. In the background, this is Flying Lotus, who does have some connections with Kendrick Lamar, based on fellow brain feeder acts like Thundercat. This is off his most recent album, 2014's You're Dead. This is obligatory cadence. We'll hop over to Hamilton next with Jessie Lanza, since she is coming to town. She's coming to the Fortune Sound Club this Friday, May 12th, for her early show with guest Kate NV. Brief little North American tour. Doors open at 8. Tickets start at $17 and a 19-year-older show. You can get those tickets online either at Red Cat on Main, Red Cat on Hastings, Zulu, or Neptune Records. All friends of CITR. And that's presented by Blueprint Live. We're going to listen to the title track to her second album, 2016's Oh No. It's Jesse Lanza on Exploding Head Movies.
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenim-speaking Musqueam people.
It is 8.07. Thunder Bay area code. My name is Calculus and Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM and not Thunder Bay. Unless something wacky is going on. And hello, Lakehead. Here we are in Vancouver. The sun is somewhat setting based on what little I can see over this hill. I would claim that the sky has an element of dusty rose. So hopefully you're able to enjoy yourself as summer is teasing us. And you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Exploding head movies. We just heard Kelly Lee Owens, a Welsh techno artist, although her background was in indie rock, as uh, she was part of the band The History of Apple Pie, before based on working at the Rough Trade Shop in London, introduced her to music. But uh, she also spent some time working at a cancer treatment hospital, so she describes her music as dealing with healing tones. But I've been looking forward to her debut for a while. From her self-titled debut through the Small Town Super Sound label, we heard Bird. Quality stuff. I can't wait to share more of that album with you later throughout the year. And behind me, this is the Portland Act Visible Cloaks. Off of the album Reassemblage, we're listening to Circle. Inspired in part by 80s Japanese synth pop music. We'll slowly get to some Japanese music, but we have some points of order to deal with first. Namely, let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week. For new films or TV shows or video games, LA92. That soundtrack is out through Milan Records and music's by Danny Bensey and Sonder Jurians. Patrick Doyle provides the music for Whiskey Galore. That sounds like trouble in my language. That's out through the Air Adele label. Emerald City. New TV series. Uh, music by Ter- Trevor Morris is out through Lakeshore Records. And if you've been watching Sense8, season one music by Johnny Klimek and Tom Tickwers out through Water Tower Music. The documentary David Lynch, The Art Life. That soundtrack comes out through Lakeshore Records with music by Jonathan Berigita. Of course, when we're talking about Lynch, we need to talk about Twin Peaks, which is back next week. Series 3 after 25 years on Showtime. Uh, Bear McCreary's music for Colossals out through Lakeshore Records. And uh, I've been hoping to play music from this other album because it's been leaking slowly. Well, not leaking. It's been preview tracks since there are about a hundred plus songs on that soundtrack. The Bob Berger's music album with music by creator Lauren Bouchard and John Dylan Keith. It is out through Sub Pop later this week, at least in physical form. I have to line up some of the music off of that cartoon series. As the releases go, Alain Gourou-Gray, best known for The Fantastic Planet. The score to Avoir Venise Ecrivé will be an EP out through Disc Cinema Musique. Junkie Excel's music from Distance Between Dreams is out through Lakeshore Records. There's a limited edition of Alan Silvestri's music from Dutch out through La La Land Records. As limited editions go, there's uh, a thousand units of Joel Goldsmith's music from The Untouchables. That's out through Dragon's Domain and then Jed Kurzel's The Bataduke is out through Vinyl through Waxwork. 
Second point of order, we're going to go to Prince Edward Island for this transgender act. It's a performance artist along with musician Russell Lauder. And uh, this music came out on a release this year that he self-released called Think of Light. This will be Russell Lauder with another day. What if this summer you did something different? What if you worked with people you admired in a city that inspired you, making something that you were proud of? 
The Media Institute for Social Change is looking for students like you to be a part of their summer documentary program in Portland, Oregon. As a student, you'll create original audio and video pieces about issues that you care about. You'll meet and learn from media professionals whose work is aimed at social justice. You'll immerse yourself in Portland, a city that will serve as your hands-on media-making laboratory. Sound like your type of summer? Apply today at mediamakingchange.org.
from their 2016 album, Returning Current, their most recent, and tied into the singer's fascination with the ocean and her background in cantorial and Indian religious music. That was Snowblink with Feel Like a Man. Snowblink is the duo of Daniela Gesundheit and Dan Goldman. And originally the band started off in Sherman Oaks, which is Gazunzite's hometown, but they moved to Toronto nine years ago. And they've been based there ever since. Bands open up for acts like Feist, Jeff Tweedy, Owen Pallet, and Timber Tambor, just to name but a few. And uh, they've been putting out their music through a few labels now. But uh, Returning Current comes out through outside music. In the background from Montreal, this is Yamantaka, Sonic Titan. An act I haven't played in so long, but overdue, but also appropriate, since we're going to dive into Japan for the rest of the show here. This appears on the Music Works 123 compilation, devoted to uh, modern and avant-garde music, associated with the Music Works magazine here in Canada. This song is the Crystal Cavern Battle. And this is the only real new music that we've heard since 2013's sophomore album, Uzu. If you don't know, Yamataka Sonic Titan is basically headed up of the duo of Ruby Kato Atwood and Alaska B. And uh, they've incorporated mixtures of Asian C-pop, J-pop, not too much K-pop, but... No, all the letters, along with some prog rock, heavy metal, and industrial music. And uh, they've termed their music No Wave, and it is in N-O-H, like the Japanese No Theater. So, hope to hear some more material from them soon. It's a very distinctive sound. And yeah, as you can tell. Some Japanese influence for sure. So off of Uzu, this will be Yamataka Sonic Titan with Lamia.
May is Asian Heritage Month, and the Museum of Anthropology is inviting you to celebrate with them by seeing the exhibition Traces of Words, Art and Calligraphy from Asia, on from May 11th to October 9th. Words and their physical manifestations are explored in this exhibition, which will honor the special significance that written forms, especially calligraphy, hold across many unique cultures of Asia, a vast geographical area boasting the greatest diversity of languages in the world. Join MOA for the exhibit's opening with free admission on Thursday, May 11th from 7 to 10 p.m.
from their debut that came out 20 years ago. Unbelievable, and I still have yet to see them live, because if they play Canada, they always play Toronto. Off of Welcome Back, Zoo Bombs, that was the Zoo Bombs with Highway Agogo. Originally a trio formed in Tokyo, One Full Moon, back in 1994, headed up by Don Matsuo. They've grown into a quintet by this point. And speaking of Toronto, well, they just played part of Canadian Music Week. And they played two shows before the Toronto venue, Silver Dollar, shut down. One scheduled, and then a surprise show at 3 a.m. One last night. Similar to Vancouver, Toronto's facing its own dilemmas with trying to keep venues open as rents go up. And people don't want to seem to live next to a place. Ottawa has news because uh, Zephrod Beeblebox, perhaps the only mid-sized venue in the capital region, that's closing down too. So hopefully new places can come up and fill in a void in the live music world. Because Zubombs is sort of roughly Japanese for trousers. And the most recent release was last year's Ice Cream and Dirt. But I wanted Rowdy. Highway Go-Go fits that bill. Behind me, from Sapporo, this is Ken Ishii, off the 1997 album, itself 20 years old, too, Jelly Tones, this is Ethos 9. We need to dig up more hip-hop and other non-standard sounds that you don't normally associate with the Japanese music scene, just to show you the diversity. The population of Tokyo already exceeds Canada. The surrounding region include Chiba, Yokohama, all parts that are around there. You're doubling that. So there's a wide array of music available there. We're going to then jump into my favorite Japanese band, Pizzicato 5. May they rest in peace. Originally, it was a five-piece in the 80s, but over time it morphed into the 90s. They were primarily known as a trio and eventually the duo before everything ended in 2003. This song appeared on their second North American album, The Sound of Music by the Pizza Cato 5. Originally appeared on the Romantique 96 album from Nippon, Colombia. And uh, it itself is a cover of an early 80s new wave act out of Japan, The Plastics. And I love the bass line from this song. I need to get more Pizza Cato 5 into your ears if you haven't heard them before at some point. And was tried to do another Shibuya K type episode. This is going to be Pizza Cattle 5 with plastics. Good.
3, 4. Vancouver's cultural landscape is changing. On May 21st, join the Chinese-Canadian Historical Society of British Columbia on a free walking tour and explore Vancouver's cultural landscape in relation to the past, present, and future. The tour will meet at 11 a.m. at the Chinese Cultural Center on 50 East Pender Street. Presented by the Chinese-Canadian Historical Society of BC in celebration of Asian Heritage Month. Hello, everybody. You are listening to 101.9 FM in Vancouver, CITR. Catch Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7. Dirty clubs on my clip 
off of one of the first releases that he put out as a compilation, 2013's Ryan Pack version point one. That was Ryan Hemsworth, joined by Chief Keef with Sitgo. And the main thing I want to point out with that is as the Hisashified version, which we'll get to shortly. But behind me, this is new Ryushi Sakamoto, legendary part of the Yellow Magic Orchestra, along with being a, a film composer in his own regard, most recently heard, at least here in North America, with last year's The Revenant. He has his first album out in quite some time, not tied to a film. And more importantly, this is his first material in the wake of his clearance of throat cancer, since it has gone away. Off of his new album, Async, through the Milan label. I'm talking over Solari here. And it was inspired in part, kind of by Brian, you know, at least uh, thematically, based on the idea of household objects and sounds as he lay recuperating. Which, if you know Brian Eno's history, part of how music for airports was formed was based on the idea of having something at low in volume in the background as other environmental noises set in, in a way that uh, you don't necessarily have to concentrate to the music, but somehow it's always there. I'm overdue on a proper episode tied to ambient music. We're getting close to it. Figure it out. And at some point, I will play some music with from Async and I won't talk over it. But Hisashified, that refers to the composer Joe Hisashi, originally from Nagano, Japan. We associate that with uh, director Hayao Miyazaki and uh, Studio Ghibli. And uh, I've been overdue on doing a profile on his music, but. It felt natural since I caught him live a few weeks ago when I was in Prague, since there was the Film Music Festival in Prague the week after Easter. And yeah, he was playing the Forum Carlin there. And it was outstanding. So he played a wide selection, a wide selection of music from films, both from Studio Ghibli and then Beat Katano. But he didn't play anything from Spirited Away. So for a while there, I was thinking about sort of dabbling into some of the music that he did play. But it felt great to go with the first movie from Miyazaki that I had seen. Hisashi's real name is Mamoru Fujisawa. But uh, he adopted the pen name Hisashi to work on film. And he first worked with uh, Miyazaki on uh, Miyazaki's second film, 1984's Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. But Spirited Away, I think in many ways, was a lot of people's first exposure to Studio Ghibli, especially since Disney re-released it here in North America, although in an English-dubbed version. Spirited Away tells the story of a, a girl who moves into the suburbs with her parents, and they discover a restaurant across a river. But it turns out she's entered the spirit world, and her parents have been turned into animals, along with a whole bunch of other people at the bathhouse where she's forced to work. So she tries to understand how the situation got to where it is and how to get back home and make sure she get her parents back. So the New Japan Philharmonic worked on the score along with Joe Hisashi. And uh, I'll talk a little bit more about the film after listening to the music. But uh, we're going to start off with probably one of the best cues off of there. 
and uh, a lot of people's favorites. So from Spirited Away, otherwise known in Japanese as Sen Toshihiro Nakami Kakushi. This is going to be one summer's day. You're listening to Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in an almost summery Vancouver. Thank you. 
So from the soundtrack to Spirited Away, we heard Joe Hisashi with the New Japan Philharmonic first off with One Summer's Day. And on the piano, that was Joe Hisashi himself. Then we heard bits of Day of the River. Then the drums came in for It's Hard Work. Things got a little stark there as we heard part of the Stink God, one of the guests at the bathhouse where the lead character works. And then we heard a cue featuring the best-known character from Spirit Away, Kawanashi, otherwise known as No-Face, the silent guest who comes to the bathhouse offering gold and eats the greedy people who takes it, but acts as a Shinhiro's guide throughout the spirit world to try to figure out what's going on. In the background here, this is the reprise. Spirit Away won many major awards. It won the Best Animated Oscar in 2002, making it the only hand-drawn and Japanese film to win that award. Also won the Golden Bear at the Berlin International Film Festival, which is tied with Bloody Sunday. And it won four Annie Awards, which is the animation celebration, including Best Music for Joe Hisashi. Hisashi has been primarily known for working with Hayao Miyazaki's films. And the main news for a long time was that uh, Miyazaki retired after 2013's The Wind Rises. But Miyazaki recently announced that he is ending his retirement. And he's working on an old project of his associated with the Studio Ghibli tour about a caterpillar. We expect that Hisayashi will be working with him. But he's also worked on things like the tale of Princess Kaguya. Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, along with its sequel, which is due out this year, Nino Kunki 2, A Revenant Kingdom, the music like The Little House, but outside of film, he had an album called Minima Rhythm 2, along with pieces like the Contrabass Concerto, Triad for Large Orchestra, and the Eastland Symphony, both the last two out last year. And yeah, live, Hisashi is quite a dynamic presence, and yeah. During intermission, they put the piano out so he could play. And there's a mishmash of cabaret and Baroque and obviously the uh, very romantic patterns that he's known for. So hopefully he gets to come to Jap- well, Vancouver soon. I'm sure he'll play Japan in one way or another. Anyways, that's it for Exploding Hit Movies this week. Coming up in a few short minutes, it is The Jazz Show with Gavin Sun. And he will take you to midnight and beyond. So tune in to CITR for the rest of your Monday evening. Uh, if you missed any of this week's episode, it should be eventually up on the podcast. Just go to www.citr.ca. Look for Exploding Head Movies. And once you see a show provisionally titled Something Tied to Bathhouses, you get the playlist. And yeah, you can subscribe there. Next week, we'll try to continue on with the European recap of Berlin. And we're thinking about uh, doing a. Uh, the Stars of a Little Offshoot called A Winged Victory for the Sullen. They didn't have the score for the film Iris. But also Twin Peaks is coming back, so I need to do a redux of that. I'm still overdue on a Mika Vainio tribute, especially since another Finn as part of the avant-garde electronic music scene passed away recently. So we may have to figure that out later in May. Otherwise, let's close with a tribute to kind of a U.S. Air Force jet, a fighter bomber from the 60s, but also James Rosenquist an American pop art painter, and he painted an 86-foot-long painting called the F-111. 
Rosenquist died this March 31st at the age of 83 after a long illness. And the British act Sig Sig Sputnik recorded a song kind of tied in a tribute to F-111. It may have noticed from films like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or video games like Grand Theft Auto's Vice City, originally off their 1986 album Flaunt It. This will be Sig Sig Sputnik with Love Missile F-111. Gavin will fade out during the uh, longer bits. Quality time. Anyways, take care of yourselves, Vancouver. Remember to vote tomorrow if you haven't voted already. Listening to CITR FM 101.9 or on your computer, www.citr.ca for live streaming. Stay tuned now for the jazz show coming right up with Gavin Walker. Do-ba-dee-oo-doo-wee 